It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. And all I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. Steve Siddall here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio stations and podcasts all around the country. And it's all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. If you'd like to reach any of the advisors featured here, give them a call, 800-662-6808, or text PIZZA to 600 Well, the advisors have plenty on their minds this week. Coach Pete talks about inflation and how it can affect your retirement. Joe Murphy says we have much to learn about the Secure Act 2.0. Brian Quaranta talks about mistakes to avoid going into retirement. And Eric Carney compares today's market with a hurricane. You got to hear that one. And I've got a broker's behaving badly that you'll certainly want to hear. And we'll get down to that. But first, the week had its share of ups and more than a few downs. And then Friday happened. That was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. That was the week that was. It started way above. The market spent much of the week down before beginning to show signs of recovery at Friday's opening. Why? Well, let me tell you what it wasn't. It wasn't because of the 11 Republican senators joining the Democrats to break the 60-vote filibuster to extend the debt ceiling until December. The market's reaction to that was, eh. However, when the jobs report came out, the reaction was a little more positive, even though the numbers were way lower than expected. The U.S. added 194,000 jobs in September, missing forecasts for 500,000, and below August's revised reading of 366,000. The unemployment rate, however, fell to 4.8%. The U.S. economy created jobs at a much slower-than-expected pace in September. That's a pessimistic sign about the state of the economy, though the total was held back substantially by a sharp drop in government employment. Speaking of big numbers, somebody in California matched all the numbers in the latest Powerball drawing. It was the seventh largest prize in lottery history, fifth biggest for Powerball. Now, before that reaches the winner, we don't know who that is yet, a 24% federal tax withholding of about $119 million will get shaved off the top. That would leave a hefty $377 million. That would leave a hefty $337 million although the IRS will likely be owed more at tax time due to the marginal income tax rate of 37%. Although $377 million or a little less, more than enough to retire comfortably. I could deal with that. So let's get this pizza cooking. And for that, we turn first to America's wealth coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta, on America's 401k show. Now, in this clip, Coach and I are talking about inflation and how it can really impact your retirement if we're not careful. Well, it's just a funny world right now, and we do have a perfect storm when we're talking oh. about inflation. Well, 3.6% in August from yep. a year ago, that's the biggest jump in yep. more than 30 years. Now, I think the problem here is we all hear these numbers and we hear about inflation, either it's good or bad, or it's all around every year. They're talking about inflation. Coach Pete, what is he talking about inflation for? Who cares? Well, here's why it should matter. Number one, it affects your buying power. It affects what you can do in the future. 
in a negative way if you haven't had an inflation battle plan put together ahead of time. Now, but let's take a step back, Steve. Let's peel the onion, so to speak. Let's look at what's causing this perfect storm right now in a bad way. Do you remember the movie Perfect Storm? I do. There was nothing perfect about it for those oh. guys on the boat. Were, no, 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 no. <laughs> so was... there's nothing perfect about this storm. But let's look at four main ingredients here that are really accelerating the need for us to worry about and the need for us to prepare for what inflation could do to our retirement money. When you're working, you just go find, maybe get a part-time job and you make a little more money to counteract inflation. But when you retire, Steve, number one, you don't want to work anymore. And number two, you don't want to worry anymore. So no work, no worry is a good retirement. Well, how do you do that? Well, you need to have that income coming in that never goes away and can increase over time as well. Very, very important to increase your income. But here's the four main things that are really killing the buying power of the dollars you have in your wallet right now. And you know, I always, always joked that it should be it, be, it would be funny to see like your dollars really shrink. If, if inflation went way up, the dollars in your wallet would shrink right in front of you. And if, and if inflation went down, the dollars would grow in front of you. It doesn't happen like that. No. But here's what, here's what does grow, government spending. You think government spends a little money? think. <laughs> Who what? is the government, Steve? Well, it's us, it's really. Yeah, I mean, because we're, they don't make anything. They right. don't earn anything. We right. just give it to them. Exactly. And so if the government spends a lot of money, the problem is the government doesn't produce anything. They really don't. They, they can say they do, but the net-net is it costs money. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cost of money for you and me, and it increases the cost. So gov- the more the government spends, the more they're going to tax you, the more they're going to put dollars into the economy that maybe have nothing behind them, like when they were paying people to stay home and not work. Well, here's the problem with that. It wasn't a problem. I, I understand if you were getting, if you wanted people getting the check, it was great. But you weren't producing anything. But the government was giving you money to spend. So therefore, and you see this with, with the shelf. I hear people talk about shelves being empty, and, and uh, they have all these different ships that are offshore that can't unload the cargo. But if you are getting money to spend, but you're not producing anything, therefore there's a lot more dollars in the economy chasing a lot fewer items to buy. What's the net result? Is things get more expensive? Inflation. And they get real expensive? Inflation. Then there's other factors, of course. Look at the price of gas. That's, that's definitely more than just inflation. <laughs> that's oh, gosh, inflation. Yes. Zero interest rates is a very, very astute policy that the Fed has pushed for years. The, uh, the Fed makes borrowing money dirt cheap and adds to the spending frenzy going on right now. Again, if you borrow money... You didn't produce anything for that. You produced a, a note where you have to pay it back, but you haven't produced anything in the economy. So, therefore, you borrow money to go spend money in the economy where there's already not many things to buy. You been to a car lot lately? They're empty. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they are empty. <laughs> the pandemic, okay, that's, that's another one of the reasons why we have the inflation. The lockdown created the pent-up demand for goods and services, and while things were closed, Americans saved cash and paid down debt. Now, like their elected officials, they're going back to spending money like a spoiled teenager with rich parents. I saw that line in an article. <laughs> a spoiled teenager with rich parents. Wow. Okay. Grew so the pandemic really has, and we've seen that. We've yes. seen that. And then supply chain constraints, and we just talked about that. Due to labor shortages and other issues, there is not enough raw materials, finished products, and available services limiting the supply of those goods and services as demand surges. This is inflation. If you have less things to sell and more people wanting to buy, course that's a if you're a seller this is a seller's market Oof, absolutely and we've seen that in real estate too haven't we oh gosh yeah yeah <laughs> so real estate's in the so at some point in the next 12 to 24 months it's not going to be surprising to see a spike in inflation to the high single digits or perhaps even higher than single digits i.e jimmy carter days 
I don't want to go back there, Steve. I was only nine or ten. I through through fourteen. In seventy six, I was ten years old. Mm-hmm. And of course, eighty, I was fourteen. Obviously, simple math. But in that time of my life, candy was a big thing for me, and candy bars went up. I remember five cent, then ten cent, then fifteen cent, and even twenty cent candy bars in that period of time. Mm-hmm. And so, candy bar economics, Steve. Candy bar economics. The candy yeah. bars were expensive, yes, because the ingredients that went into there got expensive. So we have to go back through the the tree of life and see where the roots are, the roots causing what's happening. Following the trail of inflation through candy bar economics. I really like that. Hey, you can hear America's 401k show on 106.1 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina. It's also available as a podcast on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go ahead and subscribe to it. It'll be delivered to your collection automatically every week. And if you'd like to reach Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, give them a call, 800-662-6808. Text PIZZA to 600-700. You can learn more at americas401kshow.com. That's Americas without the apostrophe. Or you can visit PeteOnDemand.com. That's a great website, PeteOnDemand.com. Pizza! Now we head to Chicago. That's where we find Joe Murphy and his show, Wealth Health Radio. In this clip, Joe and host Teresa Opeka are talking about enhanced annuities and what that could mean for saving for retirement. Enhanced annuities, the Secure Act 2.0 is going to, it's basically going to reward people um, and help people plan a little bit. What, what QLACs are, are specialized deferred annuities. They basically are trying to hedge against the risk of living too long. Here's how you use it from a planning perspective. I'm just going to let you know our listeners know how we deal with QLACs with our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, just say you have a $400,000 IRA balance. Um, you know, at age 72, you're going to have to start taking RMDs based on your age on that whole entire amount. What the QLAC does in the, in the enhancements in, in the Secure Act 2.0, it actually allows you to take $135,000 of that, that 400 grand and throw it into one of these annuities. What that does is it lowers your overall IRA account balance that's subjected to RMDs. So you can actually use this as a strategy to lower those overall RMDs. If you have a high RMD, you can actually now defer that income on that 135,000 all the way out to age 85. Um, QLACs are going to be just planning like most other annuities out there. They, they become like safe pensions for people. They create lifetime income. So you don't have that risk of running out of money in retirement. That's a scary one, Teresa. We want to avoid that one at all costs. Now, he continued the conversation with Teresa talking about delayed RMDs. That's another piece of what's being called Secure Act 2.0 and why he feels this could be the most important part of the proposed legislation. Mm-hmm. used to be 70 and a half. They deferred it out to 72. This new version of Secure Act is going to increase it once again to age 75, all the way out, Teresa, in 2031. Um, just so our listeners understand, um, we're big at retire RMD planning at this firm, mm-hmm. but what a required minimum distribution is, it basically gives our government the chance to start collecting tax revenues from your tax-deferred savings. Remember, you're not paying taxes on those until you actually start withdrawing. And what the government's saying is, look, you owe us that money. That IRA does not belong to you. And depending on what your tax bracket is, they get a big piece of it. So you're actually handcuffed to the government um, and they get to determine the rate of your retirement plan that they get to take down the road. So these RMD ages are really, really important. Um, Delaying those really isn't going to impact many Americans. It's going to impact some of the wealthy and allow them to defer 
these IRAs out even further. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best clauses in this, and I think this is probably the most critical component of the SECURE Act, I love this part of it. I really hope this goes through. What it's going to do is that 2.0 is going to stipulate that those with less than $100,000 in retirement savings, that's aggregate, not just one account. So if you have a million dollars and you have one IRA, that doesn't count. It's all your retirement savings combined. Um, They're going to be exempt from the RMD rules. Um, Looking at the average IRA account balance out there held by Americans, Teresa, it's about 85,000. So that would wipe out these required minimum distributions Mm -hmm. for a large portion of Americans. That's going to help with income. That's going to help with control, taxation, and also some legacy planning to that unused balance going to whatever beneficiary the IRA owner wants. So I think that's really a good rule. um, And I'm really hoping that that one goes through. You can catch Joe's show, Wealth Health Radio, Sundays at noon on AM 560, The Answer, on WIND Chicago. You can also find his podcast on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Spotify, wherever you get a podcast, you can find him. You can visit his website, mwmfinancial.tax. That's mwmfinancial.tax. At pizza. All right, time for me to introduce to you another broker behaving badly. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. Here's another case of if the guy would have spent as much time doing the right thing instead of the wrong thing, he might have been just as successful. Here's the story of Martin Ruiz. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office in New York, Ruiz and his advisory firm, Carter Bain Wealth Management, convinced more than a dozen clients to invest over $10 million in what he called RAM Fund, an investment fund through the purchase of limited partnership interests. On the surface, nothing wrong with that. It's what he didn't do that got him into trouble. He neglected to tell the clients that he controlled the fund. He was supposed to invest the money in legitimate investment projects and real estate. He wound up transferring more than $8 million from that fund through a series of entities that he controlled. Officials say he spent the bulk of the money on personal expenses, including buying a home to cover rent on several apartments because we all need more than one of those. And he also paid his personal credit card bills and more, of course. Now, the SEC say he fleeced as many as 56 investors out of at least $10.6 million between March of 2011 through early 2021. So for 10 years, this guy took other people's money and spent it as he wished. According to the SEC, Ruiz used some of the money for Ponzi-like payments to give the illusion that some were actually making money. They weren't. Instead, that money went to pay off his school loans. Apparently, he missed the lesson on the golden rule. A court date is pending. It's just one more reason to make sure you are dealing with a true fiduciary and don't be afraid to look them up on BrokerCheck. There is a never-ending parade of these guys and gals. Really important to make sure you know who you're dealing with every time. Pizza! Now we land in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where we find Brian Quaranta. He's got mistakes on his mind. He wants to share with us how to avoid them when heading into retirement. Here's the number one mistake that people make. The number one mistake people make going into retirement or in retirement is they think they can follow this rule called the 4% rule. Now, Steve, you and I have talked about this a lot before, right? This is a a simple rule that's been around since the mid-90s, created by a financial advisor by the name of Bill Benjamin out of California. You can look all this up. All right. Now, when he created this 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 uh, strategy called the four percent rule, 
he basically had looked at a 60-40 split of, uh, of stocks and bonds in retirement and said, look, if somebody withdrew 4% of their portfolio um, each year, they could increase the, re- the, the withdrawals each year by, um, by, by the pace of inflation, which would be about 3%. So maybe if you had a million dollars, you'd start off with a withdrawal in the first year of 40000 And then the next year, you'd increase that withdrawal maybe to 41000 Um, But the idea was that you could do this and, and, you know, and not run out of money throughout retirement. Well, if you look at when this rule was created, it was created in the 90s. When he was running the when he was running all his Monte Carlo scenarios at the time, he was running them based on what was happening in the markets in the 1990s. Now, are we in different times than we were in the 1990s? Yes, we absolutely are. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. The markets are much different today. They move much faster. They go up faster. They go down faster. So the 4% rule been written about a lot by many financial institutions, including a lot of the uh a lot of the uh, well-known educational institutions, like the, uh, like Harvard, Harvard uh, wrote a wrote a uh, great article on the um, for a number of economists about the four percent rule. Uh, Wall Street Journal just came out with an article not too long ago that said, "Hey, this four percent rule, um, you know, there there's some flaws here." Uh, as a matter of fact, if you follow this four percent rule, uh, depending on when you retire, the article said, and, and they were saying if you retire at the top of a bull market and uh, that, that you may have up to a 56% chance uh, that you could run out of money uh, before you die. Now, now think about that. If I'm building a retirement plan for myself and I'm looking at the probability of success of that retirement plan, there's no way that I'm going into retirement with the potential of having a 56% chance of failure. No, of course not. There's just no way. So how do you do this? It's called the bucketing approach. This is where we separate the monies into different time-framed buckets. So we have long-term buckets, mid-range buckets, and now buckets, right? Yes. You also look at the buckets as now, soon, later, right? Now, soon, later. If you think you're just going to keep all of your money in one account and withdraw money uh, when you need it, think again. Because if the market goes down when you make a withdrawal, not only are you going to lock into that loss, but you're also going to compound that loss. And math starts to work against you. And the math that starts to work against you is something called sequencing risk. This is where we get an unfavorable order of returns when we're withdrawing money. And this is why people will run the risk of running out of money. As a matter of fact, AARP interviewed about 1,000 people and they said, hey, what do you fear most? Running out of money or death. You know, 98% of those people, Steve, said that they fear running out of money more than they fear death alone. I understand that. Yeah, and I would agree with that. So if you come to Secure Money Advisors, we're going to teach you how to bucket your money, how to create that now, soon, later buckets, how to properly position that. Because remember, the strategies and techniques that got you through your accumulation years are not the same strategies and techniques that are going to get you through your distributions years. Now, soon, later. I like that. You can hear Brian's show Saturday mornings at 8 on 94.53 WS in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, on the iHeartRadio app, too. The website, securemoneyadvisors.com. That's securemoneyadvisors.com. Call Brian and his team right here, 800-662-6808, or text pizza to 600-700. Pizza! One more clip, and for that, we turn to Eric Carney in beautiful southwest Florida and his show, WealthWorks Radio. Eric really breaks down what happens in a market correction and how it really begins to affect your retirement portfolio. 
what what happens too, Steve, is that people worry about corrections, and you know more money is lost on anticipating a correction than the actual correction themselves. <laughs> okay, I um, like that. Yeah, and so I take a look at this past six weeks a lot like a hurricane. You know, we all worry about hurricanes coming in, but what we really pay attention to is the size. But we also pay attention to the speed of that hurricane. And basically, when that hurricane comes over us, we want to know how fast it's moving. And so this last one, when Irma came over, the problem was is that the hurricane came over and it stalled. And now all of a sudden, it's just pounding. It's bringing all this wind, all this rain, and all this um, intense weather. And it's just hovering over Southwest Florida and just pummeling us. And so what we want is we want that that hurricane to keep moving on. We want it to go from five miles an hour to 10 miles an hour. Get the hell out of here. Exactly. Right? Yes. So with this correction, it wasn't a very fast correction. It was very low and it took a very long time. So people are okay with quick corrections, but this one just lingered a little bit longer, like a lot of times September does. And so what we have to do is we have to say, okay, we anticipated this. How can we hedge this? And I've talked about hedging in the past and how important that is. We were able to hedge this correction and we were able to take advantage of that. So the thing is, is that our clients are calmed in the fact that they know that now they've been able to take advantage of this. We we were actually very proactive, and that actually happened towards the end of September, uh, the very end of September, very early October. And so at that point, what we did, again, was we bought more equities, and now that the market is starting to recover a little bit, we will see that come to fruition uh, very soon, I'm hoping. One of the things that you do, I think, so well is, is you embrace technology and you put it to work for us in our favor. So I think technology has come so far, even since 2008. And if we go back to 2008, I'll tell you what the struggle was back then. The struggle was when I moved out of cash in December of 07, that was the very first client that I moved out of the market and into cash. And so we had no idea what was coming October and November of 2008. We were actually in a really good position. But what we were doing was we were paying attention to the, to the Case-Shiller Home Price Index, and we started to see that drop a little bit. But long story short, the issue was is that we could not move everyone into cash at the same time. So it's like, well, do I move my parents into cash first? Do I move my, my own self into cash? Do I put my lowest accounts in cash first because they really can't afford it? Or do I put my most affluent clients into cash? So it was a, a whole fina uh, a fiasco, but we got it done. Now today, if I want to sell off on a position, I can go across the board and sell everyone that's in that position out of that. I always enjoy his analogies. You can hear Eric's show, WealthWorks Radio, on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida, or on the iHeartRadio app anywhere. You can find uh, Eric at Retirement Wealth in Cape Coral. Visit the website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. Find him on TV Saturdays and Sundays. Local listings will guide you to his show and times. You can call him here at 800-662-6808. Well, there you have it. Episode 122 of Financial Pizza is complete, nicely done, and ready for that digital delivery. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs heard around the country each and every week, and it's all brought to you hot fresh 
and in 30 minutes or less. If you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you each and every week, just subscribe to it. It'll be in your podcast collection automatically. Find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play. Well, wherever you get a podcast, you can find Financial Pizza. And as long as you are subscribing, you are going to subscribe, right? Of course you are. Well, be sure and rate and share the podcast, too. And remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling them at 800-662-6808 or by texting PIZZA to 600-700. And I've also got links to all the advisors in the show notes listed with this podcast. You can reach me, Steve, at financialpizza.com. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Siddall. I want to thank Teresa Opeka for contributing content for this week's podcast. I want to take a moment right here and wish Teresa much success as she embarks on a new adventure. We will miss her around here and her many contributions to the team at Broadcasting Experts. Good luck, Teresa. Financial Pizza is produced and written by me, Steve Siddall. It originates from the studios of Broadcasting Experts in Apex, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, everybody. Really do appreciate it. Going to be back again next week with yet another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency. 